And on this episode of the Parents Cocktail Hour. When you marry somebody based on love and not infatuation, you are open to the flaws and you're open to the issues that come your way. I if you marry based if you're based if you marry somebody based on infatuation, as soon as hardship comes, as soon as something difficult, you're willing to just call it quits and be like, you know what? It's not worth no, it. You know what? I agree with that. And that, that does its shit on the restaurant hold experience. Hold on a second. So the restaurant experience is based on a feeling. And that feeling, the reason why I say it's fleeting is because it's based on a feeling. If you no longer have that feeling, what else do you have? I get your theory, but I still don't agree. Welcome to the Parents Cocktail Hour. I'm Michael, and this is my... I'm Blessing. Okay. Oh. I'll just go. I was about to give you a really like extravagant introduction, like the wonderful, the great, the good looking, the sexy, the phenomenal. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. No, carry on, carry on. No, no, carry no, 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 we don't discriminate. Okay. Old parents, you're included too. We like to have a bit of a booze up when the kids go to sleep. Like um, our first one is right now and our younger one is trying to go to sleep right now. He's fighting sleep. He's fighting sleep. But yeah, um, do you want to add anything? What well, to expect? Expect a little bit of profanity, a little bit of TMI. Yeah. 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 Okay. There you go. Bye. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Welcome fans, Nihama, Kinichiwa. Hey people. Bawoni. Yo, yo, yo. Bawoni. Hey people, what's going on? What's going on? Yes, more of your incantations that I keep sending back to sender. And I'm just saying. But um yeah, how's your week been? How's your week been? It's been it's been alright. Yeah. It's been alright. Yeah. You know, cheeky little books been launched on Amazon and that in six she's languages. Not amazing. Cheers to you. Cheers, cheers to you on that cheers, one. Cheers. You cheers. Me? Hey. Hey. Yeah, so my wife launched her book, her children's book. Yes. Yeah. So she's now a, a two time author now. Yes. So Jesus, my hero. Um, it's available in English, Spanish, Brazilian, Portuguese, mm-hmm. Yoruba, Chinese, Mandarin. and Malay. And That's Malay. That's what you're talking about, Malay. English. How many languages was that? Wait, okay. English, mm-hmm. Chinese, mm-hmm. Portuguese, mm-hmm. Spanish, mm-hmm. Um, Yoruba. Mm-hmm. How many were they? Five. <laughs> English, no, there were six, wasn't there? It was six. English, Spanish, Portuguese, mm-hmm. Malay, mm-hmm. Yoruba, mm-hmm. Chinese. That's six? Yeah. English, Spanish... Malay, Yoruba, Chinese, Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Available on Amazon, uh, go cut that. Yeah, Arabs. and if you are a Prime People. member, you can get it as soon, maybe like the next day. So if you order it now, you can get it tomorrow. Ooh, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so yeah, read it to yeah. your niece, your nephew, your child, your children, your grandchildren, your godchildren, everyone's yes. people we at good. church. We good, we good. Well done, babes. Congratulations. Thanks. Um, yeah, blessing was emotional. The, the book arrived on Sunday. When um, it was Mateus's dedication. Then, yeah, Mateus's dedication at church. We had the inner circle around the house. Um, the book came. Amazon delivered on a Sunday. Honestly, you know what? 
the reason why I think I cried is one, I didn't anticipate it actually. Blessing cried. With yeah. emotion. I really joy. think it might be just the breast milk. Um, I think I st- might still have like my um, hormones still going through me. Bullshit. So anyway, <laughs> so and you're emotional because you thought about the toil and the battles that you overcome in order to release this book. Yeah, overcame. Yeah. So basically, um, yeah. Sorry, guys, overcame. <laughs> so basically, um, it was Did supposed I say to overcome. Yeah. Oh god. It was supposed to come the day before. It was supposed to come on Saturday, and. Um, and it, it, Amazon did say it was going to arrive on Sunday, but you know, they've done this before. They've done, they said, oh, it's going. So, what happened is it was supposed to come on Saturday and mm. it didn't come on Saturday. So then they said, oh, sorry, we couldn't make it. It's going to come tomorrow. Mm. But basically, sometimes they kind of like string you along and say, oh, sorry, mate, it's going to come on Monday. And because I've never had any delivery. Um, delivered on um, an Amazon delivery. Delivered yeah, we on, had some on, command on strip stickers uh, delivered on a Sunday one time. Really? Mm. It's, I just, I just didn't remember at the time that Amazon actually. I just thought, yeah, right, I'm going to receive it on Monday. So now we've got all our friends and family. We've got all our friends and family basically there with us after the dedication. And as soon as we enter the house, we literally all got um, into the house. Knock, knock, knock. I'm like, oh, okay, thinking it's another one of our friends. Open the door now, and it's Amazon. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I'm, like, jumping up and down crazy. Mm. Being like, I had butterflies. It was just insane. Open up the package now. And it was the book. And it just looked beautiful in person. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's finished. Mm. And the thing is, it's like... And then everyone started uh, clapping. Everyone started clapping as well. It was just emotional. And the thing is, the main motivation for me making this book um was because of ivan um ivan having a sudden fear of monsters after halloween and i was like i'm gonna create something to give him you know peace and to make him feel like you know he can you know tackle anything that comes his way basically and that's why kate came up with the book so yeah initially it was for selfish reasons just for my son Mm. (laughs) you know i wanted to make sure that he had that feeling that secure feeling in Jesus, you know, but now it's available for everyone. Initially, I was going to literally make it for Ivan. I just wanted to make it, for Ivan. and then I was like, you know what? I, I'm sure other kids out there need it as well. Mm-hmm. So because you know, you can literally get something designed or whatever, and just get it printed. You can yep. get one printed, and that's it. So I was literally just going to do that, but then I was like, you know what? <laughs> other kids most likely need it too. So I never saw myself ever going into like a christian type of business in a way because obviously i'm an author it's considered a business because i'm going to obviously reap the, the profits from the profits and stuff. right but um and the reason why i never considered myself i don't want to go into that type of field is because i don't I, i've noticed how the christian scene are with people within that field and they really put them on a pedestal and they expect so much from them. And we're all human beings, you know, we're not perfect. None of us are perfect. And yet everybody's under the impression that Jesus expected everyone to be perfect. Yet he chilled with a group of people that were definitely not perfect because Peter was just on a mad run 24-7. Mm. Peter was out here wanting to cut people's ears, Jesus having to heal it and stuff if i had a friend that i knew 
was such a hothead that can cut off an ear. If I just, if that one person, let's say I was on a bus and somebody decided to go crazy at me, and then my friend was like, "What was that? What did you say to my friend? Are you a mad one? Are you mad though?" And then slice of ear. And then he's, next minute he just brings out a shank and then slices that person's ear. I would be thinking to myself, you know, I really should not be hanging out with bad gang. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like when my mom tells me, "Don't join bad gang." Like. Have I really just joined bad, bad gang? Like that would be my instant reaction to the fact that my friend has reacted by slicing somebody's ear. So just, this is something for somebody to understand and to think about well, well, okay? If Jesus is a besties, he's BFFs for life, okay? Before he died, he communed with his BFFs, okay? I was like, fam, you're going to deny me three times, but that's okay. No, no hard feelings. <laughs> These are his BFFs. These are the people that he had games night with. Like we had games night. Mm. These are his friends. And this person sliced somebody's ear. So do you think that That's Jesus... What you do for your boy though, isn't it? And this is your best. This is your bestie. This is one of your besties. Okay. That's what you do for your boy. I'll slice off in here for you. Okay, babes. <laughs> Chill out. I know you won't. This is not your nature. So basically, if that no, no, is... But if- Really, if the situation arose, okay, I'll okay, cut babes. off an ear. Okay, babes. I'm sure you will. I know you won't, but it's fine. No, so, no, no, no. Okay. Don't get twisted. Okay, like, babes. If the worst ever happened, okay. and I was in the situation, and I had to protect you, I'll slice off an ear. I'll slice off both ears. <sighs> exactly. Okay, so basically, what I'm trying to say is if that was Jesus's crowd, mm. what makes people think that Jesus expects his followers to be perfect? Mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. that's basically what I'm trying to say but that's the main reason why I never thought even though I've always had ideas in this type of field um, I always thought no because what's going to happen is automatic. you're going to get automatic scrutiny mm-hmm. everything you do it's going to be under you know the you know what I mean mm-hmm. microscope everyone's going to be looking at you um, sideways the thing is my first no, no room for there's no room for, room for yeah error. there's no room for error no room for everything and I'm not a perfect person like me and my husband talk about sex extensively when in the bible it talks about how you, you know you shouldn't really do that <laughs> you know and we gingerbread yeah and yeah. we you know indulge in the odd profanity and that again is something I mean I've even got a bit of a swearing problem sometimes yeah so and that's something that we definitely shouldn't really be doing if we were supposed to be acting as perfect Christians um, there's a lot of things that you know one can debate whether you know a Christian should or should not be doing but what I'm saying is at the end of the day when Jesus came he said love your neighbour as you love yourself and that is the main commandment your love for one another one another mm-hmm. and the love that i show people i think is what um is what's important mm-hmm. and my heart my heart my faith what i um and how i and how i bring up my kids and how we live our lives as in i'm in out in this home so we want our kids to live and to be brought up in the way of the lord knowing and trusting in him whenever we want to do anything we always pray and mm-hmm. we trust in him so that's it we don't need to question or we don't need to i mean we don't need to explain our faith and our beliefs and our love for jesus to anybody else and that's the main reason why i made the book before my son and any other anybody else that wants their child to have that peace basically yeah. um but 
this is a major disclaimer. I don't want people to look at me like I'm perfect because I know I'm not perfect. I'm definitely not perfect. I am. And also, we're not saying you know a bit of profanity and talk about yeah. you know um, um, sex and that. It, it's okay. That's mm. just our. That's just us. It's us. At the end of the day, it is what it is. Is how we are. We're not. Going, and the thing is, Jesus ha- has taken us as we are. And for people that are not Christians and they want and they and they have a heart for Jesus, but yet they think that they shouldn't. Um, consider themselves Christian because of X, Y, Z. Forget about everybody else and really discover and try to look and look deeper into who Jesus is and how his, he can bring peace to you, basically. Um, and forget about what, you know, all the Pharisees <laughs> around you are saying. Oh, you're doing this and oh, you're doing that. Sorry, Ginger Beer. <laughs> because honestly, like I find that there's, there's one particular person that we had to cut off and she was the ultimate Pharisee. You'll say something like, oh, she'll say something. No, nah, I think you actually need to say while we cut her off. Yeah, okay. Yeah, ginger beer. Basically, um, when I came up with the book, the concept of the book, um, I said to her, um, I've come up with this book. Hopefully it's going to help kids um, understand who Jesus is properly. And then she said, Oh, I don't like the fact that you've appeared and um, you've um, dis- um, you've made him a hero. I said Jesus is the ultimate hero. He mm-hmm. saved. He came. He came to save us. That's what why was, we're considered. What is that called? And is, is, is it called a hero? He's it's called a hero. a hero. I said that's why when people are made born, when people are born again, they're considered saved. When I say I'm saved by grace, I'm not saved because I'm perfect. I'm saved by grace. Michael will consider himself saved. Why, if somebody's saved, who saved them? Mm. a hero and that's why I called it Jesus my hero and my friend was just like oh um she was like oh I'm not going to she said oh you know I'm pretty sure there's going to be people that will buy it um but I'm not going to buy it because um I don't believe that Jesus is a hero so Jesus is the ultimate hero it's not a, don't, don't get clouded by that by what you know you've seen yeah, Marvel movies and we're not it's talk, not Avengers not Iron Man yeah we're not talking about that we're talking about the fact that he came and saved us that's it but anyways she was just negative and she's always had like a negative approach to everything and mm. one of my my best friends she's always like I don't understand how you're still friends with this person because whenever anybody is negative you're so quick to cut them off mm. you don't allow anybody that's negative into your space because in, if you allow if you allow negative people into your spirit that can can definitely start to make a big impact on who you are and how you see things and all that type of stuff. And she was just like, I'm shocked because you're the first person to tell me to cut that person off, yet you've kept this person in your life that's constantly been a negative Nancy. And I was just mm. like, how? Preach. It's, and I really do applaud like friends that tell you how it is and they feel no way about how you're going to feel about that. You know, they'll just tell you how it is mm-hmm. instead of you know trying to buttercoat it and instead of trying to dance around the subject tell me what you think about the situation if i've been telling you wow this person's been negative why is she still in your life tell me that i'm being a hypocrite mm. tell me if i'm being a hypocrite and i had to really reevaluate and realize no this person is bad for us yeah she's bad for us i mean when when you called me that day and you told me she said that i was like well laser straight laser trim and you know what That's here's it. the thing for example, there was one instance when her husband was trying to do a driving test, driving lessons because he had an automatic license, but they were gifted an, a manual car. So basically, she was like, right, we need to now do manual tests, whatever. So she got the, um, so they were doing lessons, whatever. And then um, I said, I said, well, 
he's definitely going to pass because he's been doing all these lessons. She goes, doubt it because I doubt it because he's he's more of a automatic driver, and you know nobody really passes first time. I mean, I know coming from somebody who's only done who's done eight driving tests. Trust me, I know. Mm. But still, you don't use your mouth to proclaim bad things onto your life because the mouth especially holds husband, power. Especially your husband. Exactly. You, I mean, how are you going to drive this car? Exactly. So I said to her, don't say that. The mouth holds power. No, I don't believe in that. I don't no, believe it. it says it in your Bible. It says it in your Bible. You're supposed to be claiming that you're a Christian. You, you, have, no t- you have no internet at home. You, you literally don't watch movies. You, you, you literally homeschool your kids because you're scared that they're going to be told X, Y, Z at school. You're living a certain lifestyle based on your Christian values, yet you don't believe what's in the Bible. I just don't understand. Mm. So yeah. it's just, I don't know, like... It was a difficult friendship. It was a very, very different... I remember most people were just like, I don't understand how, the dynamic of your friendship because you guys are so different. Mm. Like, for example, I love a good cheeky thigh high boot and she would just call it prostitute boots. So she was like, oh, what are you going to wear to that event then? I said, I'll wear my prostitute boots. Oh, okay. Like, oh. Okay. She's that, she's that woman that we described last week who... Um, Actually, no. Let me let me hold myself back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so in a nutshell, like that whole situation had to definitely had to be dealt with quickly and swiftly and everything. Laser. But laser trim. But yeah, it was it just imagine having you're thinking, I don't want to do something. Just imagine that book that I'm like, as soon as I've launched it, there's been so many people out there sending me messages saying, Thank you for the book. I've ordered it. And you know, I it's, it's just arrived and, I, and my kids love it. So many people have actually messaged me and I feel blessed getting those messages. Um, but yeah, like, I, like just imagine just having that one friend who could have potentially planted that seed of doubt. Mm-hmm. Just imagine, you could have stopped. And I could have stopped. Because I thought, yeah, do you know what? It's true, actually. What I'm doing is, you know. But you know what? The devil uses anyone. Mm-hmm. The devil uses anyone as she was being used. And the thing is, I think it also goes it she allows herself she allowed herself to be used and the reason why i say that is because she she had intentions of releasing a book herself and she hasn't done it Mm. i came up with a book concept got an illustrator design it all within what the space of i came up with it what in december and now it's and the official launch is and was on friday so in so in march mind you actually you actually did a book two weeks from when you thought of the book yeah and then we now we've just spent the last few months you know trying to get it out yeah yeah Yeah. so i finished it within (laughs) no i finished the book within about a week Mm. two weeks but trying to get it out to the public and trying to actually make the public have access to it took a while took about Mm. three months but i think what um maybe her comments were coming from a place of resentment or coming from a place of jealousy because she had an idea for a book and she hasn't been able to actually bring it to life and I have Mm. given her a lot of advice before I ever made my book because I didn't have the idea for the book at the time because she's had this book idea for about a few years now and she still hasn't done it Mm. so I've said to her I sent her a text randomly said why don't you do this 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 yeah I'm gonna pray on it and here's the thing sometimes yeah when um there's certain people that like to use God as a form of procrastination. Yeah, absolutely. So like they would say, oh, you know, I'm waiting on God. But if God, you know, that because her idea is a Christian idea. Mm-hmm. If you know that your idea can be a blessing to other people, what is it 
what does waiting on God like God has given you this idea mm. make it happen he's now I've said to you how do you you know why don't you do this why don't you do that she's just like yeah thank you for giving me this advice but you know like I'm waiting on God so I feel like sometimes people wait amuse waiting on God as a form of procrastination no, crutch, yeah and like sometimes you you say to them like is it a money thing because I can hit, hook you up I can give you them I can help you because it's a good idea like I I said that to her I said to her if it's a money thing if you need some help financially I will help you because it's a good idea and I think there's people out there that would need that needs this book mm-hmm. and she was like no I'm just waiting on God it's not it's got nothing to do with money I'm just waiting on God procrastination yeah has she released it today nope nope she hasn't even started it nope nothing is released um. But yeah, so I feel like where she was coming from was just a place of resentment and Mm -hmm. jealousy. And she didn't like the fact that I had now was like, you know, I got this idea and I think people are going to be blessed by this idea and I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. And I did it within, the book was actually finished within two weeks. Mm -hmm. It was just the matter of getting it out there. You know, obviously the processes and stuff like that is a bit Mm -hmm. longer. But yeah. We did it. I mean, thank God, man. It, to be honest, like there were so many ob- there were obstacles, weren't they, babes? Yeah, but God, that's all things great. There will be obstacles, but God always makes a way where there seems to be no way. And um, I'm really grateful, and I really hope that you guys can, you know, if you if you want to just have a link to all of the books, you can go to my Instagram, and we give it at we give the Instagram at the end, but it's at Blessing Platinum as in the metal. So Blessing B L E S S I N G Platinum as in the metal. If you want to search it whilst you're listening to the podcast and buy it now so yeah so or you can just simply go on amazon and search jesus my hero i mean i've tried that myself and there's so many different things on on amazon under jesus my hero when i searched it the other day it came right up really Mm. yeah so um when i've when i've searched jesus my hero there's so many different things under the name jesus my hero um because evidently jesus is your hero and Mm. It's just funny how I'm. That's interesting. I it came, it, it, come it came up on top as there well. There you go. There you go. How about that? So you can search Jesus, my hero, and it will come right at us up by Mrs. Blessing Plasma Williams. Yeah. She insisted on putting the Mrs. there. I'm like, isn't that a bit pretentious? But, but here's the thing, yeah, about that whole Mrs. thing. I don't really think too much into it because, you know, when we're writing the titles, mm. um, basically the way that things are done, you have to put it in fields and they've got. You know, obviously... It, yeah, but those are optional to add the titles, I know, right? so I just... I didn't really think much of it. I don't really think much of it. So I just decided, okay, I'm just going to put... You're down as Mr. Michael Williams, by the way. Yeah, I didn't want to be put as Mr., but, you know... She was like, well, I've done this already, so... Yeah, I've already done it, so it is what it is. Like, I didn't see it as an option, per se. I just thought it is what it is. Did we turn the heater off? It's baking in there, mate. You're stripped now. Mike's naked. Like, I'm just stripping. Let me check the heater. Carry on, babes. But yeah, so I'm really excited about the book. Um, right now, um, I don't have to do anything because it's all on Amazon. So they print it, they deliver it, all of that stuff. I don't do anything. You just order it um, and that's it really. And hopefully you can read it to your babies, to anybody you know, your kids, whatever. And hopefully they'll be blessed by it and understand and know Jesus for themselves. I'm really excited about this. So yeah, man. It is what it is. I'm just with my baby. And one of my friends were like, oh, this is something that you can probably turn into a game. And you can turn it into a, you know, cartoon. I was like, okay, yeah, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But, you know, we thank God. <laughs> yeah, Jesus My Hero, Amazon.com. Buy it. Yeah. Now. Thanks. <laughs>
friend of mine. It was her birthday last weekend. And um, she's, she's a pretty, she's okay. She's an acquaintance. So, you know, we don't, we're not, we're not boys. You know, we're not we're friends not, anymore. You don't talk anymore. We were, ne- we were never but really. But you're more Facebook friends But now. we were never really friends in the first, we went to uni together. Mm. We were never really friends, friends. We were just acquaintances. We were cool. Yeah. And we just happened just to keep in touch. Um, but she's, you know, she's a cool person. And cool I was like, person. it's a cool person. And so um, she just turned 30. So I, I sent her a message like, hey, happy birthday. I was a day late. So happy belated birthday. Um, you know, hopefully I wish you many, many more years to celebrate and more reasons to celebrate. Welcome to the Dirty Thirties Club. I was like, oh, thanks, bro. Really appreciate that. It means a lot. Um, but I like to call it clean thirties. And I thought to myself, <laughs> are you freaking serious? <laughs> Like, why you gotta be so serious for, man? Why you gotta be so serious? Why you, why you gotta, gotta be so serious? Why you gotta that? ruin the moment? Like, <laughs> oh, I like to call it clean 30s. I'm like, yeah, but... What does that even mean? I didn't... Do you know what? I didn't even respond. I just... I just blue ticked it. I, I, I just blue ticked it. Guys, I was on. reading Mike's messages because I occasionally like to read his messages for entertainment. I do I, the same. And then he does that with mine as well, guys. So don't even think I'm being like some psycho wife. He does the same to me. Like he 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 likes to see the type of conversations that I have with some. I like to go use most conversations. I type in sex. Yes. <laughs> Only because I like just, you know I just want to see you know how you know what bragging rights they give my woman. So you know, <laughs> and you know how women like to you know this discuss you know what happened last night. You know he rubbed my rubbed okay, my good. Okay. Okay. Pineapples, pineapples, but yeah. So, so I just like to see, you know. Oh, she said, "Oh, okay, all right." She said, "I did it right." Oh, she said, she gave me a round of applause. Wow, okay, like, mm, okay, 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 okay. But you know, yeah, that's my. So yeah, so, so so Mike, he's he'll, he'll, random, he'll randomly he'll randomly quote something from the conversation that I've had with Simone and be like, blah blah blah, and I'll it'll take me so long to register. I'm like. You've been reading my conversations again, haven't you? You're like, damn motherfucker, where I've been reading your conversations. Y'all conversations are so interesting. <laughs> Why don't y'all talk about this on the group? <laughs> <laughs> he's always like, he's always, because we've got a group <laughs> on WhatsApp. And I was like, because it's for me and her, it's an A and B conversation, you got to see yourself out. But anyways, no, I see yeah. see myself in. So I was browsing his phone, as he does mine, and I saw it and I was like, babes, you don't even respond to her clean photos. Come on, he's like, because it was just irrelevant. Right. <laughs> he just kissed his teeth. <laughs> There's people, oh, people that just annoy me. Cause I, I, I'm assuming she's just over spiritualizing everything, as you know, one of those people do. And she was like, "Oh no!" Keep in mind, guys, that all of Mike's friends from back in the day, they're all part of the, um, what category do we put them in? Because they're like the ones that pretend that they're like they're the ones that would say, "Oh, I'm drinking beer," but it's B E A. Yeah, they're drinking they drink non-alcoholic beer. Really, they want the, they just want a really good pint of you know. <laughs> Of John Smith extra smooth, but what? John Smith extra smooth. What's that? It's, it's beer. Oh, I've never drank it. I've never drank that before. Let me let. Oh, you know, just want a good strong. I'm not a beer Guinness. type of person. I'm a cider beer. I like cider. Cider, cider, beer. cider beer. No cider beer. No, because no. Remember, don't even look at me sideways. Remember, Smirnoff. Cider, cider no, beer, babe. Smirnoff have a cider beer. They don't have a cider beer. They have a cider. Okay, whatever. It's cider. It's a vodka-based cider. Cool. Because it's Smirnoff and cool. they make vodka. Cool. Okay, I like a good cider then. You, We do like a um, good tequila beer too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant, I think. Desperados, Amigos. 
But yeah, anyways, um, yeah, so they're part of that Wait, crew. Wait, are they sponsoring us though for you to be naming the um, brand? I'm, I'm just putting it out there just in case. Come you know, sponsor us, thank you very much. Brand managers listening and they wait, want wait, wait, to. Wait, wait. Desperados, if you're listening, here's a here's a snippet of what no, I can don't, do don't for you. Start, don't start. Let me finish the thing before <laughs> I finish what I'm, I'm going to say. Do that thing in the end. <laughs> <laughs> your brand, your brand call out. Um, <laughs> So, so um, I see. I forgot already. So anyway, yeah, they're falling. They're falling into those in that crew where you know they're all super holy Christian. That they they want to pretend holy because we know what they'd be doing. Let's yeah, I'm just be saying. Just, you know, it, it really annoyed me. I'm just. I don't, I don't know why. It just really annoyed me. It turned. It turned a really nice birthday wish into like a ugh. <laughs> like you just well, left a bit of taste like, in your mouth. What's wrong with that? I, I like to call it clean thirties piece. <laughs> Who said who said you can't be clean in your dirty thirties? Nah, I don't want to be clean in my in my thirties. You know what? This is us being thirties. Like I was reading her, I was reading her state, statement, and she was like, "Oh, your thirties is where all the seeds that you've planted come into fruition and they actually bear fruit." And I was like, "Amen, sister," because now the fruit that I'm bearing, I'm gonna go on holiday with my husband and I'm gonna hire out a beach, yeah, and we're gonna make love on that beach that we've hired out, yeah. Mm. And you know what? You're going to get sand in your pussy. <laughs> I'm going to get sand. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? Why not? How about that? that? That just sounds itchy. It sounds very itchy. But you know what, babes? It's an experience that we'll never forget. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, because it'd be very itchy. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be very itchy. <laughs> it'd be very itchy. But you know what? We can put like a we can put like a nice blanket there, and we'll be able to watch the sunrise or sunset because we you were not if we're on holiday we're not going to wake up early so not sunrise sunset yeah. we have that the blanket and then we're looking at the sunset and then we're kissing and then you know we get get get, get a little dirty dirty you know what and then you know. Just a little bit. Of, Let's do a bit of entertaining things. I might not even get sand in my, you know, because I've got a blanket. You know, you know damn well, babe. A blanket, a towel doesn't stay put when we're making the sweet love. <laughs> making the sweet making love. Making the sweet love. The, the sweet love. <laughs> we just live with all the wet patches. Why the sweet love? Because you know, when you use the term, when you use the, is assuming you're talking about a specific love making yeah well like the the great Bruno Mars said sometimes you've got to make love like gorillas I don't see the relevance but I don't okay. know either I just, you just wanted to use the term but yeah I mean, I mean look at you trying to like you know go into detail into my actual wordings and choices of words or whether I use a there or they or that's what I do all the time you know that but yeah but I'm just saying like when we're making the love okay stop saying that no it sounds good I no say it that. doesn't sound good it sounds like Chinese is it's your first language. It's like, a specific type of love. Sounds like Europe is your first language. And you're like, oh, we're going to make that love. No, but Europe don't even speak like that. Europe <laughs> speak better than English people. What I'm saying. Anyways. Um, yeah, yeah, this is this is a really short segment. But um, yeah. you, she annoyed, basically, she annoyed, she basically I just wanted to just, just, just to say like, if I say, if you're turning 30 this year and I say happy dirty 30s, if you tell me that you think of 
you you want to you consider you don't like the term what dirty. Clean, you, dirty what, what does clean, clean dirty, dirty look, mean? That just sounds dry. So what what does it mean? Like what are you actually what are you doing? doing? What are you doing? Because how that I means, see how I see thirties is you're really just doing all the things that you couldn't really do in your twenties because, exactly because your twenties your twenties are full of you are supposed to be full of you having great you know you're you're obviously having fun mm-hmm. you're obviously doing things that you wouldn't have normally you wouldn't have been able to do in your in in your teens you know so you've got a bit of freedom so your mm-hmm. 20s are where you're like going like, I'm going to back wild because I'm now free mm-hmm. yeah but then your 30s are when you have money to do the things that you couldn't do in your 20s aside from that but your 30s is is the point in your life where you're more secure. You're more secure in who you like are as a person. You found yourself. You found yourself in your twenties. Like yeah. you sowed the seeds. You find yourself in your twenties, and now in your thirties, you're like, well, screw this. Like, if I want to go get sand in my pussy, I'm gonna get sand in my pussy. Like, if, when- if I if I want to, you know, go and um, uh, date a cougar, I'm gonna date a cougar in my thirties. Not like I'm personally gonna date a cougar because obviously I'm a happily married man. But I'm just saying, hmm. your thirties is when you do that stuff, you know. Today, Mike went for a meeting, well, an interview for a potential contract. I did. And he was, so he sent me a picture of a whole lot of like older women that were hitting on him. And I was, and then there were some fine specimens in there, and, but a bit too old but for But he me. was like, oh, I was a bit too old. And I was like, oh, I didn't old. know you had limits. Yeah, you dickhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah literally. I, didn't I was like, oh, limits. I didn't know you had limits because he was just like, oh, these girls, these women are hitting on me. So let, let me paint the scenario. So I, I arrive at this corporation who I'm about to do some, uh, some design work for. Um, and um, I'm sitting in the reception waiting for um, the person who's hiring me to come and pick me up so we can have a chat. And um, I'm sitting here with like seven of these pensioners and they, they call themselves the pensioners because they used to work at that company. And um, now they're in their age where they're, they're just living on pensions. So they come together every first Thursday and Friday of every month to plan how they're going to spend their pensions that month. So sometimes they may go on a, um, a tourist excursion through london or they may book themselves a, a five-day getaway to barbados or something their pension must be juicy because when they, when she mentioned barbados like yo how much well, the way pension? that this company is paying boy, so i'm just know. saying maybe yeah no, no do you know what good point the way that they pay their people must be definitely very well kept in their pensions mm-hmm. so um so one of the one of the one of the women got there uh, like a few minutes later let's just call her barbara right and Barbara comes in and she's like, oh, hi, Ethel. And, you know, Ethel's like, oh, hi, Barbara, your hair looks nice. And she's like, yeah. And, oh, you, you have a really nice coat, Barbara. And she goes, and then Barbara was like, Barbara, Barbara was like, she's fabulous. On, on site, she's fabulous. Like, you think, like, like she Devil's sounds, Wear Prada fabulous. You think she opens her mouth and sounds like Lisa Vanderpump mm. or, you know, like Glenn, the British Glenn clothes, isn't it? Mm. Like, you know, just, Wah. and then she goes, oh, yeah, I've got my coat on because it's cold, isn't it? I'm like, oh, man, oh, come on. Mike's, when he thinks of, like, older, well, um, like, well-off, older... Not wh- older, white, like, mature. Mature white women. Yes. He likes them to sound like Lisa Vanderpump. So they're like, oh, yeah, so, darling, I'm just, I'm just, I just come back from Prada. I just bought this fabulous coat. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh, darling, we must go for drinks later. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <gasps> Oh my gosh, should I tell you about my god my grandson? Oh, he just he just made the most fabulous sounds today. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. Yeah. That's basically Mike's dream woman. But she looked like 
the way yeah. I wanted it to sound, and then she opened her mouth, and she didn't sound how I wanted it to sound. She was too old for me anyway. Uh, I do have standards. She's too old. She, these these ladies are at least in their seventies. But li- but wait wait wait, Shaka Khan, how old is she? Shaka Khan's an exception. Don't okay, don't, don't ask fucking Google. <laughs> how old is Shaka Khan? Exactly, Google's blanking you. No. Yes. Okay, Technology failed. No. How old is Shaka Khan? In your face. She's even young, fam. Don't try it. But anyways, just to read this. Just you know to like... what? We should get Google to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good shout. But what I'm saying is, Shaka Khan is in the league of her own. Shaka Khan could be 80 and she'd still be baiting me. She got herself some botched face job, though. Oh no, don't get me started. Oh no. So oh man. It saddens me. It saddens me that that oh, I don't want to talk about it. What why so why at 66 do you want to look like you're 30 something? Like the whole point of cougarism is the fact that you you live the way you look. Do you know what I mean? It's no. like no, I don't know. What no, you no, mean. but it's like why did she need to get a facelift? She was beautiful the way she was. Like getting the facelift. Just, no, I don't agree with it. I did not sign that off at all. I did not sign that. And off it looked like it looked a little bit botched because her face looks extremely stretched and it doesn't look like it's. It's too much. It looks like it's a little it's bit too sh- much. It looks like it's been like tightly it's bolted too, down. It's too much. The whole point of being a sexy cougar is the fact that you haven't got, you've got minimal work done. I understand some people may get work done, cool, but minimal work done that you still look your age, but look fine, wine age, you know? Ah, oh, it just broke my heart when I saw that video. But let me get back to the scenario that was happening. So Barbara comes in and Barbara doesn't sound like I want her to sound, but it's cool because she's too old for me anyway. So I'm not even thinking, thinking about it like that. And then, um, so um, Ethel goes, oh, have you, met, have you met Sandra and have you met Lisa before? And she goes, no, I haven't met Sandra and Lisa. And also I haven't met this gentleman. And she pointed to me. And they're like, oh, no, he's not with us. Ha, 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 ha. Um, and she's like, oh, it's a share. I thought we were going to get some, uh, some male attention in this meeting. And I was like, whoa. I mean, you know. And then, she, and, um, and then let's just say Lisa. Lisa goes, oh, um, I hope we're not disturbing you there, over there, mister. I was like, no, not at all. She goes, I, I know this is not how you imagine spending your afternoon here with, you know, these old bags. I'm like, listen, you know, I mean, what man doesn't want to spend the afternoon surrounded by, surrounded by beautiful women? You know, and they're like, oh, he's so charming, isn't he? So, listen, it's not flirting when it's like golden women, like when they're in their golden age are you going to say that it's not if you if it's not you, flirting if, wait, but in the golden wait, wait, age can you, can you give me this answer give me it very straight okay what is it so you meet somebody that looks exactly like Shaka Khan and mm-hmm. she's 70 years old mm-hmm. okay and you're now flirting with her is it not flirting because she's 70 years old it's flirting but it's okay flirting. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so if you now sleep with this woman, no, at no, no, there's no old, sleeping involved. Is it's it just not flirting. cheating because she's seventy years old? Yeah, but it's not. It's not. There's no sleeping involved. It's just pure innocent flirting. This is where innocent. Okay, innocent me too. I'm going to it. find a seventy-year-old honk with six-pack and I will flirt. And I say it's, it's not. I it's say different. it's not flirting it's because it's different. he's seventy. That's different. Why? He's a seventy-year-old with six-pack. Do you know how I know he's cheating? Do you know how I know he's cheating? Ask me how I know he's cheating. How? Because how do you know he's got a six-pack if he didn't lift up his shirt? <laughs> 
That's cheating, motherfucker. Don't try it. Got you, innit? All I'm no, saying no, no, is, but his body is nah, really, nah, motherfucker. Tell, no, nah, nah, the way nah, he, motherfucker. The way his nope, clothes fit nope, on him. Nope, nope, nope. I'm sorry. You lifted up his shirt, which means you were gagging for it. You gold digger. Don't try it. <laughs> That's when cougarism turns into gold digging. You can't, you can't blur those lines. Oh there's very gosh. two distinct. In this game, there's two distinct areas. There's gold digging and there's cougarism. Like, mm-mm. The two don't mix. But We're isn't not that what you do? Because you aren't your isn't your alter ego a prostitute? Isn't your alter ego a, a um, gigolo? Yeah, but only to you, Mrs. Black. Only to you. I'm, I'm not in my Mrs. Black character right it's, now. It doesn't matter. But only to you. <laughs> I've only I've only got one client, one lifetime client, because she services me very well. Wow. Boom. All I'm saying is wow. Uh, it's not cheating when they're in their golden ages. So. If you're in your 70s and I'm flirting with you, it's considered charming. Anyways, these women were like, oh, you know, I thought we we're going to have some male attention in our meeting this time. It would be so nice. I'm like, ah, uh, you know, maybe after my meeting, I might pop round and, wow. you know, pop, pop give, round. Give, a, give a guest the parents. Wow. And they're like, ooh, they all probably get so excited, like, ooh. Oh yes! Oh, you're more than welcome. Oh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't. <laughs> I'm cringing right now, guys. Oh, uh, it was beautiful, man. It was like you know, and they're like, oh, "Okay, you look so smart today as well." You know, what are you here for? I'm like, just you know, standing in business. Okay. And they're like, oh, okay. So you know, we're in, we're in well, the, we're in the Archie boardroom. So when you finish with your meeting, come to the common. Give us a speech about how to remain young and fresh. Wow. I'm like, no problem, at all. No problem. Wow. No problem. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there at 3 p.m. Oh, dear. And wow. then when I had to go, they're like, oh, no, you're taking him away from us. The only bit of male attention we're all going to be getting all year. I mean, I was like, oh, he's so charming. Thank you, guys. I really, really appreciate that. I'll be, I'll be back soon. Don't miss me too much. Don't cry for me, Argentina. I've been saying that recently. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I've always loved you. I just can't. I just can't with you. I'm done. <laughs> I'm actually done with you. Just just give me my papers now. But, well, yeah. <laughs> that, it, it was, you know, that no. was my afternoon. That, that was like the, the most um, uh, exquisitely uh, extinct, uh, what's the word? Um, it was a fun, it was the fun 15 minutes. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I came out to tell my wife, like, yeah, I was flirting with some old lady today. She couldn't say nothing because, you know. <laughs> what am I supposed to say, guys? <laughs> exactly what are you going to say? What am I supposed to say? It's, it's already it, done. It's, it's already done. It's not flirting. It's not flirting if they're in a golden age. That's what I'm saying. Okay, cool. Booyah. I saw quotes today and um, I thought to share with Blessing and Blessing was a little bit... Uh, you know, yeah, guys, here's the thing. Cynical. You know, it's actually funny. Mm-hmm. I've been in a long-term, you know, relationship with this beautiful fella, but I'm still very much a cynic when it comes to lovey-dovey uh, stuff. I don't know why. Um, it's, just, it's just the way I am. I'm not a cynic to our relationship. I believe a lot. I believe in this relationship. You know, I'm pretty secure in it. In fact, one of my friends was talking about how she thinks that somebody is in love with Mike. And I said, you know, I don't really care if they're in love with Mike. He's lovable. That's why I'm in love with him. He's a lovable person. I mean, look and, at me. And I was just, okay, babe, chill. And I was like, he's lovable. And 
you know, it is what it is. I don't blame them because he's Mike. He's just amazing. But he's my Mike, so they can love him as much as they want. But he ain't going anywhere, so it is what it is. Yes, but hair but guys, yeah, so, hair, hair watchers become cynical over. And let me know what you think about this because I told you to screw with her immediately. Um, I didn't let her get into this to the nitty gritty of why she felt like this because I wanted to save it for the podcast. So here's the quote. Marry someone who gives you the same feeling when you get... So let me start again. Marry someone who gives you the same feeling you get when you see your food coming at the restaurant. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I get that feeling. You know, you're hungry, you're, there's a nice restaurant, the food's coming, you get excited. Like when this person, when you see this person come around the corner, you get excited. I was like, yeah. You know why I disagree with that statement? Why do you disagree because with that he wasn't, statement? Mike wasn't ready to listen to me because he wanted me to save a podcast. I'm listening now. I'm listening. I'm listening. So you know that feeling that you get when you see food coming out of the rest, um, the kitchen restaurant, yeah? Mm. What is that feeling based on, babes? Hunger and excitement. Thank you. Hunger and excitement. Mm-hmm. Now, think about in, let's, let's think of the equivalent to hunger and excitement in terms of relationship, what is the closest thing to that? Lust and infatuation. Where did you find lust? What? Okay, let me explain. Okay, uh, explain to me. Hunger please. and excitement. Okay, mm-hmm. if I, if I'm really, really hungry, yeah, you know when people go, "Girl, you so thirsty," <laughs> yeah, that mm. term is used for somebody who's desperate, desperate for drink or desperate for a relationship but when, if you go to a restaurant listen you're not necessarily desperate listen, for food listen 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 all listen, right listen. all right go go so if you find if you're if you're desperate for a relationship the term these days is thirsty okay i feel like when food comes out the kitchen you're waiting let's say you're going to this restaurant now you might have actually decided i'm not going to eat i'm going to have my dinner at the restaurant i might actually be hungry okay so i've decided unless we're going to one of your waste of space restaurants where it's just about the experience it's not about the food it's not waste of space because it's about the experience okay so basically if i'm if i'm going to a restaurant i'm going because i'm hungry and i want to be fed that's literally it by the way you can go to a waste of quote quote waste of space restaurant and still leave full no yes no you're gonna get a a cheeky chip and chip fish and chips afterwards no you can because that because that experience is literally feeding you air and dust and you know And one carrot you eat on the a bread. plate. You eat the bread. The bread is for filling. The rest of the food is for tasting and experiencing the different flavours that these rare ingredients provide. Oh, sorry, provide. I forgot that you leave constipated. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. <laughs> you go to a restaurant because you're hungry, okay? And that's why all these people go to the stupid experience restaurants. But you're hungry, not thirsty. Okay, Difference. wait, listen, listen, listen. That's why you go to those restaurants and people are even constipated because they're eating... 10 loaves of bread because literally it's fresh bread though okay so it really should just come right back out so <laughs> so when i think of this whole marry somebody that makes you feel how makes you feel when you see makes you feel the way that you 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 know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. basically i i compare that to the feeling of lust and infatuation and the reason why i do that is because when you're thirsty your mind is clouded you're just thinking i need to get to my destination which for some people is marriage kids the lot yeah but they're not really thinking about okay how is it going to be living with this person you know how is this person going to be as a husband how is this person going to be as a husband as a as a father 
they're not thinking about all these other things. They're not thinking about those things. They're just thinking, I need to be married because society tells me I need to be married. I need to have kids because my eggs need to be fertilized. Do you know what I mean? Like, those are... um, That's what I compare to the whole hunger thing. So when I think... if. If you should, if you marry a person based on that feeling alone, you're marrying somebody based on infatuation and lust. Those feelings don't last. Those feelings flee very quickly after like a year. I disagree with you. Do you know why I disagree with you? Okay. Yes or no? Yeah. If I've been gone, if I've been gone for the whole day, and I come back home, do you not get excited for me to come back home? Yeah, but it's not the same. No, 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 no. It's the same thing. It's not. Listen, it's listen, 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 listen. Okay. I did not marry you based on the feelings that I got when I first saw no, you. No, but it's a part of it. It's it's all a part of one pie. No. And you know why? Some, Infatuation is part of the pie. No. That builds really into isn't. a relationship. Because you know what? Can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. Me and you date, we, we got married after two and a half years of being together. Yeah. yeah. The first year we were all in honeymoon stage. It's one size of the pie. Friend, listen. And our friend, one of your friends actually was like, oh, you guys are in the honeymoon stage. Uh huh, 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 huh. That's cute. That's going to fade. The because next, when you eat pie, listen, you got to eat the pie. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, Mike and I were at each other's throats like cats and dogs. And I mean cats and dogs. You know what? In fact, cats and birds. Because, yeah. Who's the bird? The bird is somebody's getting killed in this whole process. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So basically we were at each other's necks like if anybody the entire year 90 percent of the relationship was uh, argument about 65 percent. 70 then if i want to be what if i 75 percent was argument uh, 68.5 Still, oh wow okay well it was a terrible time that's what i'm saying guys. It was definitely more than the usual but it wasn't like 90 percent that's exaggeration i'd say that there was more bad times i don't, than think, I don't think it would have lasted through 90 no 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 you know what made us last what? at during that stage what? with the fact that God told us at that point at mm-hmm. that point let's be perfectly honest I'm going to be honest with myself because this is where I'm coming from from my point of yeah, view yeah your point of view my point of view the only reason why I was like I'm going to stay with this guy because God told me this is my husband so this time this this situation that we're going through right now mm-hmm. is temporary because God is not going to put me with this guy for it to be like this no of course not but so, at the same time the only reason I'm going to be honest time, with you at the same couples fight all the time well, doesn't mean you break no, no, up not, seven, not 70% of the time so if God told if you not if, 70% holla, holla 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 get the math right bro if God told me if God didn't tell me that Mike was my husband yeah I'm going to tell you right now yeah mm. I would not have stayed with Mike during that time no nope. but then 8 years later you would have missed out on all of this exactly just because couples fight doesn't mean people should break up it doesn't mean you, unless you unless you argue about something that's fundamentally wrong like he stepped out she, she stepped out and none of no one can get over it then fair enough isn't it argue and break up is, no, but we argue no, no, about no, no, we no, argue no. about life issues no but the thing is when you're just unhappy most of the time because during that relationship 70% of the time in the second year 60% we, bruv okay that's your opinion we were unhappy I weren't unhappy Oh, I babe. fought with you. I fought. No, no, don't get twisted. Oh. You and I fought, but it don't mean I'm happy. We just fought. And the only reason why, the only reason why, the only reason why I, st- I, st- I stick to my guns is because when we fought, it's not like we fought over stupid shit. We fought over like real like, life, real life. Like how many children we're gonna have? I wanted three. I wanted five. You wanted two. And you're like, no, fuck it. I'm gonna have one. I'm like, no. How can you have one? And that that turned into one big ordeal. Yeah. Um, secondly, 
I want to have a double barrel name and I want my children to have a double barrel name. What the fuck do you mean you want children to have a double barrel name? They should have the last name, they should have father's name. We argued over some real shit. <laughs> not, not like, not like, oh, um, uh, why did you eat the last carrot cake? You know, you knew I like carrot cake. Mm. You're so inconsiderate and selfish. Mm. Nah, B, like we fought over the real stuff. And I think in relationships- Like where we're going to live, where we're going to live. Where we're going to live. Do we live in America? Do we live in England? Do we live in Australia? Do we live, do you know what I mean? Mm. Those are real issues. And I feel like there's no part in life than to have those real arguments that in the beginning Wait, of your relationship- guys, can we just- have a moment to realize that now after a bit of contemplation mike won every single one of those freaking arguments i didn't win you imposed just, i didn't pose impose anything if, if you really want to get into the, into the details right long story short blessing wanted to live wanted us to move out of england either america or australia somewhere hot it wasn't even i yeah, didn't even care to move I just wanted she wanted hot. to move particularly los angeles specifically specifically <laughs> los angeles right I don't want to move to America. I think America is crazy. Plus, I don't think I want my children to grow up to be Americans. Nothing against you American people, but something about my kids with American accents just didn't sit very well with me. And <laughs> but just that was, my it, it just is so weird. You know, my spirit was like, no, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like what, what I hate. hate. <laughs> so like, you know, I, I thought like, no, I don't want my kids to be American. I want my kids to be British because being, being British has a certain prestige. I agree. Yeah, you agree. Exactly. It's not like I won. We just came to an agreement. Yeah. So anyways, the way I logically thought of it at the time was no point fighting about it now because there's nothing, there's nothing, no one's moving today or tomorrow and there's nothing we can do about it until... You we know, did fight we, though for like... We fought. An hour. Until we, until we met a certain threshold in our lives where we could actually do stuff like that. No point fighting about it. So I just thought, cool, do you know what? This is my view. That's your view. After this hour, let's not fight anymore. Let's kiss and make up and let's move on. And we had many of those type of like life, you know, life altering, life altering arguments. And I feel personally, like if your relationship is serious, you should have those arguments in the beginning and get them over and done with. No point having the arguments five years or 10 years down the line, because that's going to be detrimental because you built so much shit. And now, you know, this one little argument is not going to break everything. Have it in the beginning. I know the fact that, okay, I do want to spend the rest of my life with this woman. This is why we're having this heated discussion, which is what we were doing. We had lots of heated discussions, 65% of the time. 70% of the time. Yeah. 77.6. Like, 67. for example, I've, my name is Double Barrel, and I initially wanted the kids to be Double Barrel as I well. I having a bar. And Mike was having a bar of it, so. I was like, Nappy, you're Double Barrel. That's cool. But my kids should bear my name. So they do. But it's not that. I won that we came to an agreement. I mean, you, I conceded. It's fine. <laughs> well, it is what it is. I've conceded some things as well. You know, there's, there's, there's some things that you just got to take the L for. Like, do you know what? Give it to her. Give it to him. But we're both happy and we moved on. I mean, I like the fact that my boys have names that the Williams name is fine. Yeah. But we, one thing we did agree on is that we're going to have as close to pretentious names as possible. <laughs> like, we're not going to name them. And again, nothing against Sandra just, or Lisa don't do it. or David don't do it. or Paul. Nothing against you guys. I just wanted my guys to have like different names. Hmm. Ivan and Mateus. Yeah. 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 For black boys. I think they just have beautiful, prestigious names. Yeah. But what, back to the main script is... Nothing wrong with me being excited to see you after 10 years. 
There's nothing wrong with that. I was out in the meeting today. I was all the way in north of England in some in the sticks in like where there was no civilization and there was no Uber. That's hard. <laughs> It's very, very hard. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I figure, how am I going to do my business expensive with no Uber? It's, it's tough. It's difficult. But, you know, and as I was getting on the train home, I was getting excited that we were having a discussion on how the meeting went and we we're talking. And I think, you know what? I'm excited to see my wife when we got home, when I, when I get home. And it's the same feeling. Like, you know, when the, the food is coming, I've ordered a menu. I've ordered off the menu. The chef is cooking it and it's getting closer and I'm seeing but it come. But the feeling that you feel... And they put feel, it on the plate and open it, you're like, ooh. The feeling that you feel and the feeling that I feel when I see you and I still see it, feel right now um, is not based on those fleeting feelings that we I don't, think, I don't felt. think they're fleeting. I feel like they're based on a long term... Like we've had so much experience, so many experiences together that make our relationship and make the love that we have feel so deep. So whenever I see you, I get excited and I get butterflies. And that's just because it's not based on the first time I saw you. Or All right. Let me, let, me, let me tweak the saying, yeah, to make it much more relatable to you, right? Our favourite restaurant. You have a favourite restaurant, right? I can't remember. What we have our favourite restaurant, Azura. Okay. Well, that's your favourite. That's our favourite restaurant. Okay. We have many memories of that restaurant, right? Okay, let's... Let's just say, for example, <laughs> we both have a favorite restaurant. It's called Nobu in Mayfair. We have a restaurant. I've never been to Nobu. And this is an example, woman. <laughs> so, you know, so we have a favorite restaurant. You go, you've been going to the restaurant at least once a month or once every other month for 10 years, yeah? But every time you go to this restaurant, you, you, go, to, you go in, you see the chef, you see the manager. Hey, Juliana, how are you? Mwah, mwah, darling, you're fabulous. Hey, Paul, how are you doing? You know, he knows your favorite table. You go to your favorite seat. You sit in the corner. The air's just right. The music, the ambiance is just all right. Everything's perfect. You know, your wife is looking beautiful. Your husband is looking smashing because, you know, came here looking like a snack. And um, wow. Yeah, I could give myself props sometimes, you know. So, you know, and then you order off the menu. You know what you're going to order. You're going to order the calzone. I'm going to order the filet mignon with, you know, added caviar sauce and the, and the beluga drizzle. Cool, yeah? <laughs> it just goes it just because obviously blessing is very basic when it comes to her food <laughs> so she's gonna order the calzone she knows like, what calzone it's is such it's a, a pizza. i'm just saying i'm gonna order you know i'm gonna order the next best thing on the menu what's what is it what is it today is it like a an edible bubble yes i'll have the edible bubble dash and fries in there with that cool Wait, anyways the fries don't make you basic no but these are like exquisite like you know um um, Charles de Gaulle potatoes Okay <laughs> Exactly Fresh from the vineyards Charles de Gaulle himself Where he's grown these potatoes With fine soil From the roots Of Madagascar Anyways Okay So why <laughs> So they're not just any fries You just want cheap McCain's fries <laughs> Listen Juliano Just get me those nice Those fries that you got From you're the back of Sainsbury You're a cool. You're Put it on the plate This is the job This is the job And don't give me bitch portions I don't want no bitch bosses. I don't leave this restaurant hungry. But Juliana knows that. He You're goes, so hey. so he's like, oh. so he's like, oh, you know, Madame Blessing is coming. Make sure, <laughs> boo boo, make sure you get those fries that she likes. <laughs> so they go out and they get the fries from the supermarket and they put your plate because no, you like it. But you I had the experience. You. I hate but, you. But here's the job. But here's the job. No, no, stop it. No. <laughs> 
Here's the drop. Here's the drop. Here's the drop. The drop is yeah. The drop is yeah. God is watching. The drop is yeah. You've ordered what you want, and you see it come out the kitchen, and you still get excited like they're bringing my food. Ah, because this cow zone is the best cow zone in town, and these home fries they can't get anywhere. But these guys are always happy to get these McCain home fries. I can't get them from anywhere, and you get excited when Juliano is bringing it from the kitchen to the table. You don't get excited. You get excited, right? You get excited. I'm not even gonna. Do you not get excited to see your food? But that's because I'm hungry. Of course, no, no. But you get excited. But you went to your restaurant. I, I'm, I am. We are the. um, What's the term they call it? The uh, what's the word? Where you're relating something to something, but it's not the same thing. I am the analogy of the restaurant. Simile, metaphor, metaphor. I'm the metaphor. So. We go to the same restaurant for 10 years. We are the we are the restaurant for 10 years. And when the food comes out, we get excited to see it. It doesn't get old. It doesn't get old. That's the feeling you marry. Mic drop. I disagree. And the reason why... How do you disagree with that? And the reason why I disagree is I still disagree with marrying somebody based on feelings. No, but it's a part of it. You need feelings to start off with. It's good to marry somebody based on feelings as mm-hmm. in love. But you need feelings. But love that is developed love, not Of course. Not, no, not no, 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 instant, no. not wait, hold on a second. Not um not love based on So for example, if I meet you today, yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "Damn, he's looking like a snack." Come and look like he, a snack. It's yeah? me, baby. And then I decide, and then you, and you see me, and you're like, oh my gosh, you're beautiful, yeah? Mm-hmm. So you've now got a feeling when you saw me, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so should we get married tomorrow? Some people do. And but, they live happily ever after. But that's just some people. Right. My opinion is, I don't, I personally don't think that that's necessarily... The right way to go. But how do you things. know? You would never know. I'll never know because we were we we didn't do that. But but we could have because when we both met, we both received the same message. So we could have. We could have, and it would have been fine. But the reason why we didn't, it would have been tough, but we'd have got through it, and it would be fine. What to say? Love at first sight. It doesn't exist. It does exist. I think it fully exists. Of course. Did, did you love me as soon as you? One hundred billion percent. The second I met you, my one thing speaking to you is cool. You can speak to anybody, but when you see when I saw you on MSN, you know with your durag and you drink your light horlicks, and you know you were wrapping your hair up, I just thought to myself, I had my whoa. hair was relaxed back then, guys. I just thought, whoa, like I got that feeling. I don't care what it was. I don't care if it was lust. I don't care if it was love. I don't care if it was infatuation. I just thought to myself, I'm going to marry that woman. So the feeling is real Don't don't tell me That feeling doesn't exist It does exist It does That straight out The restaurant kitchen Feeling does exist And it can exist For many many years It's not fleeting It's not fleeting feelings I mean I guess it's a matter That we have to agree To disagree No 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 no. You have to agree with me No I would not agree (laughs) Because I don't agree with you I don't I understand But how But how how do you know Your, Your feeling is based on theory Mine's based on actual fact how is it based on fact? Because yours, I'm that person. Your, yours is based on a feeling as well. Yours is all subjective. Exactly. But it's not subjective. It, it's subjective. It, this quote is marry someone that fact makes you feel. Fact is objective. Yours is, sub, is 1000% subjective. Marry you can't someone. say something is fact when it's only based on your experience alone. But That's subjective. But it's, it's, 
it's better for an argument to be based on subject on based on subjectivity. Then why did you say it was fact? Wait, because it is still fact to me. It's fact. It's um, it's it's better for an argument to be based on sub- subjectivity than to be based on theory. Hmm? I just blew your mind. <laughs> I'm really confused. I just blew your mind. You know what? You guys know what I'm talking about. You, everyone listening knows what I'm talking about. Like, it's better. Like, if I've experienced that feeling of the food coming out the restaurant, and I'm saying, nah, nah, it's a real feeling. You definitely should go with it. And you're like, no, because in theory, it doesn't really work out. Like, nah, nah, but it does. You I know, say it you works know, out. You know why my, my, where I stand with that? I feel like a lot of the time people get married still within the whole infatuations phase. Mm-hmm. And then they're in for a horrible surprise when a lot of different things... I, don't get me wrong. Marriage, you're constantly learning new things about this person anyway. Mm. And it's a matter of you understanding that that's a that that's part of marriage and that's part of you know it's almost like when when somebody says oh i'm seeing this person why are you in a proper relationship or oh, because i still don't know them yet you're never going to know them completely exactly so you might as well just be in a relationship so, then, so what is the difference then between being married but, someone in the infatuation phase and marrying someone not in the infatuation phase my, if you don't fully know that person anyway it's stance, all a risk my stance on it yes it's a risk but i feel like when you marry somebody based on love and not infatuation you are open to the flaws and you're open to the issues mm. that come your way i if agree Based, I agree with that. If you're based, if you marry somebody based on infatuation, as soon as hardship comes, as soon as something difficult, you're willing to just call it quits and be like, you know what, it's not worth no, it. You know what, I agree with that. And that, that does a shit on the restaurant. Hold experience. on a second. So the restaurant experience is based on a feeling, and that feeling. The reason why I say it's fleeting is because it's based on a feeling. If you no longer have that feeling, what else do you have? I get your theory, but I still don't agree. Okay, so if because you that, don't have that, that, if you don't have that feeling, you might think, you know, when people say you've changed, they've been in a relationship for four years with somebody, you're not the person I married. Oh, duh, well, it's been four years. Obviously, I've changed. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If you said to me, oh, if you randomly turned around and said to me, God forbid, you said this, but you randomly said, oh, I want to divorce. God forbid. I, I, you know, if our enemy said, I'm not even going to use my mouth to even say this. <laughs> if our enemy said, oh, um, I want a divorce, whatever, yeah. Um, you've changed. You're no longer the person that um, I married. Yeah. Mm. And then that person was like, but it's been 10 years. Obviously, I'm going to change. I've had kids. I've had experiences. I've, I've, I'm no longer the person that you met when we were 19 because things have happened. Life has mm. happened. You expect things to change. But the reason why people say, oh, you've changed, and you know, it's because they want that same thing feeling that they had Mm -hmm. 10 years ago and they're not willing to adapt and accept that things change and things Mm. are supposed to change Mm -hmm. so when you love somebody you're more open to adapting you're more open to seeing things through hardship through good times bad times all Mm -hmm. you know when you watch these people that they get married because of that feeling. Mm-hmm. Next minute, that person's sick, has cancer. And then next that's minute, just, holla, 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 let me finish. Next minute, that person has cancer and that person's supposed to be the carer now mm-hmm. because it's that husband or their wife. They have to be the carer. Next minute, that person's off dilly-dallying with somebody else very quickly and then they go, oh, something. It's not the same. It's not the same anymore. And then they get a divorce because that person is suffering But that's cancer. an extreme scenario. But it happens. But that's that's an extreme scenario. The restaurant feeling is 
beyond everything, just like us, like we've gone through everything. Well, we haven't gone through everything. We've gone through a lot of rubbish in our lives. Yeah. Gone through a lot. But at the end of the day, we still look at each other and be like, I love the fuck. I love the shit out of this woman. Oh, like, so I love her like freaking sharks love human blood. That's how much I love this woman. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then you look at me and it's like the same. That's the restaurant feeling. You marry someone who makes you feel like that and who is going to make you feel like that for the rest of your life. Mm. Not to say, not to say that there will be days that you won't feel that feeling because those days do exist. Mm. But as a general whole, the majority of the time you feel like that. That's the restaurant feeling. Mm. You got to think deep into these quotes, man. Not think so shallow. Not think so negative about them, yo. You got to like really expand the horizons of these. I mean, I take it as it is, and my interpretation of that quote was: marry somebody that makes you feel all butter, um, butterflies. And I mm-hmm. do have butterflies when I see you. And that's not, and but I feel if, like the butterflies. Are butterflies not, I don't think the butterflies are based on. Um, but up to the day we got married, you had butterflies for me. Despite the the, the year where you believe seventy percent, I believe sixty five percent that we argued, right? Like the thirty percent of the time, you still looked at me thinking, "Shit." There's been two years where I don't think I had butterflies. That's One fine. Year. But out of ten, out of ten. <laughs> Two years out of ten is a very small minority. Yeah. It's still a very small time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the restaurant feeling. Okay. Doesn't mean every time the food comes in that restaurant, you're not going to look at it like, oh, it's nice. Sometimes you just know your cow's earning chips is coming. That's it. It's only until you order something new that it come out right. No. But what I'm just saying... I don't want anything new. I want yeah, you. but uh, yeah, I, I was just, I've been too literal in that, in that example. But... Um, I was trying to have a dig at you, but it just didn't work out. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, that's the restaurant feeling, man. The you're, rest- try- you're trying to say that I should order more than just calzone. I'm just saying like, babe, just leave the fries alone. But you know, sometimes basic, because you're Michael Williams, your name is Basic AF. Just because I'm a basic, my name is don't mean I'm no basic bitch. <laughs> I ain't no basic bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Hey, no basic bitch. Hey, no. Your basic bitch. <laughs> I know cows on the home fries. Mm-mm, I'm filet mignon. Cows on the cane fries. True. I'm Madagascar and Madagascan caviar, baby. Wow. Yes, I'm from the monkfish of the deep wells and seas of Madagascar. Wow. Exactly, exactly. Why Madagascar? Why does everyone put Madagascar so much props just, on Madagascar? It just, it just sounds so bougie. We, I, I really want to see Madagascar for itself. It sounds so bougie, man. Like, even Coke, Madagascan cola, like, it makes you go, ooh. And what it's just that? simple coke, you know. It's just, it's just, it's just diet coke, really. That's it. That's all it is. But you know, it's from Madagascar, so it's you know, it's fresh, it's modern, it's no, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, okay, so we agree to disagree. We agree to disagree, but the restaurant feeling is not just related to one. And also, if I didn't give you butterflies, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even look at me. Let's be honest. Butterflies are important. People need to have butterflies. That's my essence. I think that's we me. have to agree to disagree. But People yeah. need butterflies. If I didn't give you butterflies, we wouldn't be married. Because you said I didn't, I didn't, make, you, didn't make you feel good. Okay. Thank you for listening. We had to agree to disagree because I still genuinely do not think Mike gets wah, it. Wah, 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 but yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram. Um, that's the only platform I'm on. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on anywhere else. Um, I mean, I guess I'm on Snapchat, but I, I don't really use it. I'm probably just going to delete it. I actually use it for preying people's profiles. But anyway, 
My Instagram is Blessing Platinum, so that's B-L-E-S-S-I-N-G and Platinum as in the metal, so that's P-L-A-T-I-N-U-M. Please follow my beautiful two sons that I pushed out. Um, if you love to look, look at... If you love to look gross. at cute, beautiful baby boys, there's one that's Master Ivy... Who, who, you need to oh, that sentence. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. If you... If you appreciate, if you just want to follow and support this family, just please follow our beautiful boys. Yeah. And trust, it's really nice to look at babies grow. Yeah. Exactly what the, the Instagram channel yeah, is about. I feel, like, I feel like I need to always say these because, you know, there's weird people in the world that just want to look at cute boys. Yeah. It's not That's weird. That at all. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You've exactly. just made me want to remove their profiles off the internet. <laughs> but, anyways. No, but it's for our, it's for our own archives. Yeah. So basically, um, you got Ivan Williams and that's Master IVYW. And you got my beautiful baby, Mateus Williams. And he is under the name master t-i-n-i-w sweet 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 and if you would like to find me uh, i'm on instagram you can find me at michael williams london all one word um also i am on twitter from time to time i may you know throw a rant out there um you can find me at mwldn Alternatively, if you'd like to get a hold of Blessing and I, um, you can slip into our DMs with, uh, not our personal DMs, but the Parent Cocktail Hour podcast has its own Instagram channel, which is at the Parent Cocktail Hour. So feel free to send us a message uh, if you have any discussion topics you'd like us to talk about, if you have any views, if you're going through anything that you'd like to get our views on or some you know um non-obligatory advice then by all means do send your messages through our dms alternatively um if you'd like to send us an email you can send us an email because we're we reachable at these um, on, on those channels you can find them at uh, you can find our email address oh, sorry our email address is the pch at protonmail.com Anything else you'd like to say, babes? No, thank you guys for listening. Bye. All right, guys, it's been real. Ciao.